food in northern Colorado. here this is the pac-man and the rev show and i am broadcasting from the booth today i haven't been here in a couple of weeks rick is my sound level coming in okay good all right and uh so joining me online should be pac-man are you out there pac yes sir i am thank the lord because uh i would have floundered without you buddy um, it's been weeks since I've been in here. Uh, as everybody knows, when there's uh, um, gun shows or uh, as I've been doing uh, training classes now, uh, I can't make it in on Saturday. I've got training classes I teach on Thursday night and on Saturday from uh, noon till 3. So, um just a, a shout out for uh, Steve Mitchell. His son is uh, battling a dreaded disease, and and uh, Steve has um, been absent for a few days. Uh, his boy's name is Jeremy. So, you know, if you got a moment, put your hands together and and your head down and say a prayer for Jeremy, um, so that uh, we can lift that young man up before the Lord. Oh, so. So, Pac, it's, now, every time I turn on the TV, I get more depressed. I go in the other room and watch a, a YouTube video from uh, something like, uh, you know, I'm a big history guy, so I'll find something on history. But uh, there's so much to talk about. I'm just going to throw it your way, buddy, and let you start running. Well, I mean, you're right. It's, uh, it's pretty head-spinning if you think about it because, you know, we've, we've dealt with administrations in the past that have been very focused and targeted on specific attacks on conservative views and traditionalist ideas about running this country, but it seems that uh, they've stepped up their game. I mean, I can't, uh, I can't pick a single, uh, single piece of society and, uh, and legislation and whatnot that doesn't appear to be under attack at the moment. Yeah, you know what? I it's uh, here's here's what bothers me. I feel um, in all of this legislative stuff that uh, they've been talking about, which uh, you know, updates now are saying maybe they won't even uh, pass; they won't get put through. But um, I feel hate. That's what I feel, Pac. I feel like these people don't just dislike us; they hate us. And, uh, oh, absolutely, and and I think the the basis for that is is that uh, we uh, we still hold tight and firm on the belief that these people work for us. We gave them their jobs to do a specific job, and they don't want that. They want society working for them. Yeah, they don't want to to do the bidding of the people who elected them. And and you know, if you read that old. Uh, thing about um, the the path the the path of democracies historically uh, they you know it starts out slavery and then uh, 
um, and then all of a sudden great spiritual freedom and then strength and and uh, and you know you could see all those steps Dave I you know back to the 1800s or the 1700s when America was first thinking about becoming a standalone country and and some very very brave individuals stepped forward and and to lead and and the uh, the masses in general they were just they were sitting in their homes man they weren't there there was uh, they estimated three percent uh, were actually involved in the revolution three percent think about that that's I feel like I'm I'm in the maybe it's, we're lucky if it's two percent today that uh, actually have well, the courage well, to speak up even less if you think about that because imagine what three percent of the colony's population was in the 1700s versus what 3% of America's population today would represent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and 3% of 330, you, you'd, you'd have to say, well, that's uh, um, about 10 million. And yeah. uh, I, I doubt seriously that there would be 10 million people that would stand up and say enough. But, you know, people are getting fed up, and I am, Pac. I, I'm just, I can't believe that uh, the things that we're experiencing in America, and they're calling it, um, uh, you know, it's pure communism. That's what it is. It's, yeah, it's totalitarian it's, uh, dictatorship. Well, and they're, and they're always presented as communism, as socialism, as all of those type of failed totalitarian leaderships are, they're always presented uh, as with a with a curtail of benefits to the people, of of, of perks and 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 positives for the people. <clears throat> you know, we how many how many people how many young students out in America chose to vote for Biden simply because he came out and said we're gonna we're gonna relieve student debt. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're, we're gonna. gonna we're, it's, and what they didn't realize was those were controls wrapped in a pretty bow. Right, right. And that they and that those people thought that something like that would give them freedom, when really it it puts them in a position where they are obligated to the government that manages their life. Right, and and you know. Uh, one of the very early founders of our country um, expressed the concern that democracy would fail and the nation would implode once the public figured out that all they had to do was vote for the person who promised them the most at the expense of the treasury and the working people. And that's what we're yeah. seeing. That's what we're seeing. The, Get a get on board and get your free. That's all I'm going to say is get your free because it's free. Yeah, and and we you know we had a prior discussion to today's show talking about <clears throat> every single time the lips of this administration are moving, it is an absolute lie to the people. Yeah, totally. Never and and I mean we just the example we just gave the student debt forgiveness that 
convinced all of these people that they don't need to pay their student loans anymore because the president was going to sign a bill that said... By now, you know how good CBD can be for you. But here's some things CBD can't help you with. Those annoying calls about your car's warranty expiring. Gay frogs or racist cows. Climate coaches or that undying devotion to Alex Jones. This has been a friendly reminder from your friends at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Hi, Amber with Two Girls in a Broom here. Hate cleaning, we love it. Two Girls in a Broom LLC offering residential and commercial cleaning services in Fort Collins, Colorado and surrounding areas. Call us today, 719-216-1143. Providing basic clean, deep clean, wet cleans or Airbnb services. Let Two Girls in a Broom LLC do the work. We'll take care of you and all your cleaning needs. Call us today, 719-216-1143. Hello, I'm Jessica Autry with the TC Group, 970-396-2404, your Colorado native realtor with 10 years real estate and property management experience. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, rent, or list your rental, I can help. Just call me at 970-396-2404 or email me at jessellenrealestate at gmail.com. In 1964, a 10-cent dime bought you 10 cents worth of stuff. Today, we sell this silver dime for well over $2. This silver dime will buy you the same amount as it did in 1964, and it will buy you the same amount in 2030, 2040, and well beyond. Call 800-951-0592. The Patriot Trading Group, your gold and silver experts. 800-951-0592. All right, folks, we're back. Um, Rick and I have worked out his new set of hand signals so he can uh, let me know when we're uh, coming to break, Pat, because apparently that's not coming over your side. And uh, So anyway. No, that's all right. Um, no, I was just saying that, uh, you know, this administration has, you know, it it came to be based on a lot of shallow and empty promises to people who basically uh, are enamored by the idea of not being responsible for their own prosperity. Boy, that's what it comes down to, isn't it? Um, Yeah, I mean, the... uh, And this administration has bailed on every single one of those promises, and the few that they have actually attempted to make something out of they have absolutely just debacled every single piece of it, from immigration to the Afghan withdrawal to taxes and policies. And you're right, they really are, you know, if they're speaking, they're lying. Yep. And and the, uh, the nonstop, one that really, really bothers me is the nonstop war on anything that might be considered righteous, anything that might be godly, anything that might represent um, a a really, really decent thing to do. 
as the Lord has directed me to do. Those, those are absolutely being um, assaulted, totally assaulted, Pack, and it's. Uh, um, we're look at where we're at today. We are we are now in a situation, Pack, where you are considered a danger to society if you show up at a school board meeting to disagree with the communists. Yeah. You know, exactly. We have, you know, we have everything from the from the Hunter Biden scandal to the uh to the January 6th inquiries to to what's his name? I don't remember his first name. His last name is Laundry. The gentleman who killed his girlfriend in Wyoming right. after doing a, a cross-country trek, and then went home and pretended nothing happened for two, for two weeks until her parents uh, decided to file a missing persons report. They find this girl's body. Autopsy report says she was strangled. She was killed. This Brian Landry, that's his name, I believe. He is on the run, and the FBI. Is, is shrugging their shoulders saying we can't find they don't have the resources to find a killer but they've got the resources to investigate parents who disagree with their school's curriculum think about that so so now if uh, under this uh, I don't know under this um, net that's been cast over decent people um we have murderers among us that are oblivious to the system. They're, they're not even being focused upon because we have angry parents that don't want their children being taught lies in the school. Who wants to teach the children lies? Who wants that? The, yeah, and, and I find it even funnier that a... a a Department of Justice that is completely funded by the taxpayers is investigating people who are upset with the Department of Education that is completely funded by taxpayers. Right. Yeah. You know, it, first, first and foremost, everybody out there who doesn't know this, you need to understand that government has no money. Any money the government has they took from you and me they took from taxpayers or they printed it and the mere fact that they can print money has taken the value of the money you do hold and literally destroyed it i mean it's uh yeah and and i discussed uh this on the show last week while you were teaching your class was that the concept of taxing people to provide prosperity for them is a self-defeating prophecy because you take money out of the system at a faster rate than you put it back in, and eventually the only alternative you're left with is to print more money, inject it into the system so you have more money to keep taking out. Right, And right. And every time you do that, that money, that money you take out of the system becomes worth less. And yeah. you have to keep repeating that cycle Otherwise, you bankrupt the system that feeds you. That's there. You go. There you go. Um, it's like 
Okay, so <coughs> I'm going to keep putting money into, I'm going to keep filling up my gas can. But everybody who doesn't have the money to fill their gas can, I'm going to just give them a gallon of gas. And then I'm going to sit there and say, hey, i got to refill my gas can. So I'm going to create money out of thin air to go fill that gas can. Well, eventually the money is worth less and less and less. And that's where we're yeah, at, and, Pat. And, and each time you do it, you can buy less gas to fill your gas can with. That's right. So as the taxpayer, the government doesn't fill that gas can. I do. The government doesn't give me money to help me fill my gas can. I do. So as I choose to provide a service for people who, for whatever reason, can't provide it for themselves, I'm that money that I could not give to the government because I didn't have any, they're just going to print more. I, I just find a whole, let's just print money. Let's all stop work and just print money. And you wonder how long it will stay together if we all did that. And this, uh, well, and people, and people truly believe it. Here in Denver, one of the biggest stories going on right now is that there's an apartment complex that 55 people 55 residents were just given eviction notices because while the government was on its crusade of handing out money and not making people pay their bills, they just treated that as, here's an opportunity for me to go buy a new big screen. Here's an opportunity for me to go buy a brand new $1,000 cell phone. You know, they just expect somebody to provide for them. And, and their lack of empathy... Yes, I'm going to use the word empathy for their landlord. Here's a person who's carrying millions of dollars in debt to provide a place to live for people who then decide, I'm not going to pay my rent anymore. And for a year and a half, they didn't pay rent. Then when the uh, eviction uh, uh, moratorium expired, they had to move on. They just moved on to another landlord that they're not going to pay rent to. It, yeah. And they had, they had what, 18 months to pile up enough money to pay the down payment well, on and, a new place. And in most of these cases, these people were not incomeless. Some of them were still working their jobs. Most of them were receiving unemployment benefits, which, in this circumstance, were 100% of their original wages. Normally, it's only 70%. And then on top of that, the government added further money as COVID relief packages on top of pay, providing them with 100% of their pay. But instead of doing the responsible thing and continuing to pay their bills with the income they were paying their bills with before the moratorium, they decided, hey, I don't have to do this anymore because there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Well, I... we see what that leads to because we have companies like Walgreens, Target, and Walmart shutting down massive amount of stores in places like California, Minnesota, New York, Chicago, areas where they have decided that they weren't going to hold petty theft criminal petty theft as a criminal act anymore. Right. So, so when you don't hold people responsible 
for doing the right thing. They choose to do the wrong thing. So now what happens? Does the government back an 18-wheeler up to uh, these neighborhoods and just start offloading free goods because they don't have... Yeah, and telling people, as long as you don't take more than $600, we're just going to close our eyes and pretend it's not happening. That's right. That's right. This, this stuff just came off the boat. It's a lot cheaper to back it into a... Uh, East L.A. neighborhood and let you take it that it is to ship it across the country to where working people are sitting there wondering, wondering what's happening to the shelves in this store. So what is really happening off the coast? Why are, why are there 60, 70, 80 ships backed up well, waiting you, to Well, you unload? remember how many times we talked about the, the, the Democrat and the liberal left uh, alma mater in the way they operate is to create a crisis so that they can come in and try to be the heroes for solving a crisis they create. Right, right. And, and that and is really what is happening on the coast across this country, uh, on the east and west coast, where obviously our major import uh, docks and shipyards are located, is the the government passes this off as, oh, well, we have a trucking shortage and we have a dockyard shortage, so we're going to solve this by getting with all of these companies, trucking companies, and saying, hey, let's lift the roadside uh, regulations and will you guys step up and promise to ship 24-7 and do all this stuff until this backlog is, is dealt with? And, and presenting themselves like... They created a solution, but they created a solution for a problem they created. And the example of that is is California. Part of the reason why shipping is so bad in California is because of a bunch of new laws that were passed in California. Right. One is they're no longer allowed to register trucks that are older than 2011. Yeah, oh no, so, it's got to be only the newest. And that's under the belief that the newest trucks create less pollution. That's not exactly. necessarily true. And and then they also passed another law, which is even more impactful. It's, it's initiative AB5, which is that says no owner-operator services may, no, may longer sh work the shipyards and the dockyards. Now, what that means is any 65% of the dockyards were handled by individual truck drivers, companies that were hired to ship goods to businesses around the country, non-unionized. Well, this new law requires only unionized services can now operate on the docks. So this, this new initiative basically shut down 65% or more of the current shipping capacity of the shipyard. Right. And, and and I spoke I personally spoke to truckers, independent truckers, that have said they're not driving in California anymore because of the laws within the state. You know, trucks have to have bras and skirts on them. You know, pretty soon it'll be panties, but bras and skirts and 
and the trucker who just finished going across the Arizona desert, he's got to pull off the road and he's got to either transfer his goods into a truck that can legally drive in California. Because the people in California, get this, the legislators, the, the, uh, the lawmakers in California do not care about anyone else in the world except them. Okay? And don't, don't try to tell me different. Don't try to say, oh, we're just trying to save the environment. That's a bunch of bull. That's a bunch of bull. They're, they're no, perfectly this is, happy. This is, revenue. this is revenue generation. That's right. Revenue That's driven. And, and uh, you know, no amount of revenue driving. Okay, uh, we're going to go to a break here in a minute, folks, uh, in a couple of, we got about 20 seconds. And, uh, you know, we want to encourage you to keep listening. We want to encourage you to lift up your brothers and sisters around the globe. The world is getting to be a very weird place. And, yeah, definitely. Uh, There's a few more points on this we'll touch on and then... Uh Keep on moving into their constant assault on society. All right. This is Rick Rodriguez. I'll be the host of The Present Truth, Monday through Thursday from 2 to 3. Topics, American world hegemony, new world order, agendas of secret societies, the coming world religion. Again, Monday through Thursday, 2 to 3. Do you need your fireplace clean? Not sure if your fireplace is working right or not sure if the fireplace is efficient? Call Abundant Flame at 970 970- 966-0217 to schedule your appointment. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-ins, pellet stoves, wood fireplaces, and electric fireplaces. Visit us at Abundant-Flame or call 970-966-0217. No people will tamely surrender their liberties, nor can any be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. On the contrary, when people are universally ignorant and debauched in their manners, they will sink under their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders. Samuel Adams. There's a little log cabin nestled in the Colorado Rockies, cozy, secluded, and it's just for pets. Happy Trails Pet Spa and Resort. No bipeds allowed. Happy Tails, I mean trails. Pet Spa and Resort is all the comforts of home with the luxury of a spa and resort. The 35 services available from basic boarding to bed buddies and belly rubs to massage therapy. Uh, beware, though, this kind of treatment may change your dog's personality. When you end up bringing him the Sunday paper to read, don't say we didn't warn you. Oh, you just need a warm-up spike? Happy Trails Pet Spa and Resort is the gold standard for pet lodging and boarding. Ultra clean and safe and upscale. With individual suites, with TV, webcam, private backyard, even patio homes. And 24-hour on-site care. Up first for Northern Colorado. Call right now for a complimentary day of boarding plus a free shampoo. 663-PAWS. 663-PAWS. Happy Trails Pet Spa and Resort for dogs and cats. Off I-25 and Crossroads just north of Centera. Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners, family-owned and operated since 1970. We use the latest non-toxic green cleaning systems and state-of-the-art tensioning units to assure a quality and consistent finish. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, from wedding gowns to sleeping bags, we do it all. 
for info and directions, call us at 970-775-0623. Again, 970-775-0623. Be careful when you're dealing with a conspiracy theorist. You may end up with a whole lot more truth than you're used to handling. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. And I'm not missing a thing. Watching the full moon. All right, folks, we're back. We're not missing a thing here. Uh, just, no. We are just flabbergasted. Uh, uh, I'll well, tell you. and you know, we were we were talking about this this shipping stuff, and the uh, you know the the final nail in the coffin for the sh- the trucking industry in the state of California is <clears throat> a lot of people say, well, why don't these big shipping companies just get new trucks? Well, the problem is is that your average truck semi truck is going to be on the road for twenty years. So these people are refusing to, and rightfully so, refusing to invest in new equipment because California already passed a mandate saying all motor vehicles, including trucks, by 2035 have to be electric. Well, if you're a long-haul trucker and you're bringing in stuff from the ports of, of Los Angeles and you've got to take it to you know, Cheyenne, Wyoming, or further, you're not going to do that on an electric vehicle. No. So how do you... So, you know, there's a side of me, Pac, that wants to be a little bit vindictive about this and say, okay, fine, let's start taking all this freight to Texas and offloading it in Texas and letting Texas distribute it to the states that are willing to say, yeah, bring your, bring your, see, my grocery store has got shelves that are actually getting empty. And I realize that part of that is sitting out in some of those containers. That's, uh, whether it's, a lot of products, make sense of this any way you can, a lot of products are harvested in the U.S., crops, put on ships, taken and actually canned out at sea and and then transferred to container ships to come back. That may sound unbelievable, but it's true. And Yeah, uh, and, and and there is some truth to the notion that well if we just if we made more products here in America that would be the less products that we would have to worry about about sitting on container ships in front of states that don't want to offload them, which there is some truth to that but the reality is, is this supply chain crisis, which is not a global supply chain crisis, by the way. This crisis starts and ends on American soil. The very fact that we have 60 container ships out there tells you the rest of the world is doing their part. Right. It's us that's not. They're and producing. It's not because of legislation, not because of shortages, not because of pandemics, not because of anything that is not artificially created. This is a manipulated crisis in order to make us, you know, it's just, I feel like it's another wear your mask crisis. And the reason I say that is, is the whole wear your mask thing was about seeing how many people they could get to believe 
that the mask made a difference, even though scientifically. Yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it was a test to see how many people, their stories that they put out on their, on their mainstream media propaganda machines would be believed by the people. Right. And, and if you don't think it's true that the media is manipulated, there's people actually believe that, that no, no, it's not manipulated. Go ahead and write an article or make a statement onto YouTube about the uh, profound nature of the pandemic, P-L-A-N-D-E-M-I-C, and see where you get with that. It will be, uh, how long well, before? Yeah, and it, well, here's, here's a simple example. During, uh, during the, the Obama administration, like, let's take, to, to give you an idea of propaganda, take Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore of all places. Bill Clinton went and visited Mount Rushmore, and the media called it a majestic, a majestic example and symbolism of American prosperity and fortitude. Obama went and visited it. And they said that it was a classic, timeless piece of American history and, and beautiful and all this and that. Even Bernie Sanders went there and said, this is a symbol of the American fighting spirit. Trump goes there and all of a sudden it's a symbol of hatred and robbing land and killing people and this, that. Yeah, white racism. All these horrible things. Right. Yeah, and so, you know, nothing changed. That mountain has been that mountain since it was finished. The only thing that changed was what the media's focus, what they wanted the focus of the people to be on. Right, the spin. The spin. And, you know, you were talking about why can't they send all this stuff to Texas to be offloaded. Well, there's actually a reason for that. Um, Florida is actually attempting to make that move. Uh, Ron DeSantis got with the CEO of, of their, basically of their shipyards council, Mike Lubin, and, said, and they came up and said, hey, we've got the equipment, we've got the people, we've got the, we've got the ability. Send your ships to us and we'll get them unloaded. The reason I don't think that's happening in Texas is because most of the major ports in Texas are Houston and San Antonio. Right. Well... That's also where that, and along with Dallas, is also where 95% of liberal Texas resides. Right. So, so I, I don't see those, those cities getting on board with, with something, with a fantastic plan that the Florida governor and the CEO of, of their commerce and shipping have come up with because... Their only goal in, in Texas is to be a biggest thorn in Greg Abbott's side that they could possibly be. Yeah, those major port cities. That's correct. So, uh, yeah, you know, we maybe uh, maybe we need some more, um, shall I say, red ports. Red ports. Yeah, and, that's well, and, that's the problem. Know, Both ends of this nation are blue. And yet, the the food production of this nation is red. Think about that. The yeah, and 
and 90% of the manufacturing of this nation is red. And so these companies, these places run by these liberals who supported the ideas like like NAFTA and, and those poorly thought out democratic uh, initiatives of the, of the late 90s and, and middle, early uh, Obama years they put that control into those states by allowing so much of our resources to be oh, be moved overseas. That, and, those... and knowing that those resources now have to come in to ports of authority that are under their control. You know, and I have no issue. What's a, the Rev, let me say this again, the Rev has no issue with global economy with having different nations involved, different nations that profit from, from the manufacture of goods. And, but I, what I have a problem with is when we open it up and other nations are able to profit from it, then we've still got somebody who's, uh, whose agenda is uber-liberal, uber-left, saying, no, we're still not going to offload your ships. That's where the problem yeah, well, is. Well, and, and and we've got we've got people who whose agenda is to extort that global trade for profit and power. For profit and power. And they will tell you otherwise. Yeah, the, I uh, mean when you have you know, it, it it shouldn't surprise you to see so many Democrats, including our very president himself talking about wanting to convert the world to electric when they are 25% shareholders in the largest Chinese electric motor production company in the world. Gee, think of that. Just imagine. Yeah, and that we have the 99% of the investors and board of directors in Big Pharma are Democrats and foreign investors. And and still, even though things like, and I'm not I'm not a medical scientist or doctor, so I'm not going to say whether it is or is not effective. But you've heard of that drug ivermectin that that people have been taking, right? Well, Joe Rogan basically got the medical advisor from CNN to admit that it is an effective treatment against COVID. Over 200 of our current House legislative and and Senate use ivermectin as a therapy to protect them against COVID, but they have directed their media dogs to tell everybody this is not this is not a viable solution. Only the vaccine is, and the reason being, they've got no money invested in the companies that produce drugs like ivermectin, and there's no money. break are we back okay we're back <laughs> sorry back uh that was weird anyway um so you know they they they're not they're they are not in the position to financially gain off of helping the american people so helping the american people is not their interest right 
follow the money and question the motive. How many yeah, times have we you. said that? Follow the money, question the motive. Ivermectin, bad. Very bad. Why? Because there's no kickback in ivermectin. However, COVID vaccine, good. Why? Because X number of dollars flow upstream every time somebody gets a jab. Every time somebody takes it. We are heavily invested in a company that is producing 600% profit over quarter by quarter by quarter, you know, profiting at insane amounts, like $200 million a day. Yeah, and and what's amazing about that is, you know, there was some research went into this, no doubt, but, you know, and and I got to tell you, Pac, I'm extremely concerned about the fact that we had a vaccine out within two months of the initial pandemic announcement. Two months. Well, I'm and 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 it doesn't even raise an eyebrow in people that that major the major manufacturers like Pfizer and Moderna had already developed marketing strategies for annual and biannual boosters before the initial vaccine was even released. Marketing strategies. So who are yeah, they, they marketing they, to? They're, are they they mar- already they already knew what the intention behind all of this was, and they knew that the product they were putting out was not going to cure people. But what they did know also is that pandemics, by their very nature, are very aggressive when they first surface, and then they slowly take a downhill slide. Well, if they can get enough people inoculated, they can take that downhill slide and credit it to the vaccine and convince 4 billion people, 4 billion sheep, that they need to get in line every six months and pay $150 for a booster. Can you imagine that? Every six months. Okay, out there in the audience, I want everybody who has decided not to get the vaccine to raise their hands. I want to get a show of hands. Uh, uh, Oh, Ah, you can't believe how many... Are they lying to us, too, about the number of people that have been vaccinated? Well, ah. and, and, you know, this is, this is all profits over people. And the Biden administration attempted to boost those profits with mandates, saying all businesses needed to do this. Well, the people of those businesses, perfect example last week, Southwest Airlines, said you know what, we're not your profit cash cow. We're not your marketing experiment. And they walked out of the job. And within a couple days, Southwest Airlines canceled 1,800 flights that they tried to cover up with their, with their social media outlets by claiming it was weather and air traffic control staff shortages. Yeah. Which the FAA came out even and said, we don't have shortages in our air traffic control, and the only place in the country experiencing bad enough weather to affect flights is Jacksonville, Florida. Right. And the 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 reality of it is is how is it how would it be that air traffic control and weather was only affecting one of many airlines? Well, what it finally they admitted that it was the pilots' union 
and the and the staff walked out in face of this of these mandates and to further example that it's profits over people it was costing um, uh, Southwest Airlines 50 million dollars a day and in three days they broke and said you win we're not going to enforce this mandate now because now how, if it how was did really they reckon about the people they would have said screw you get the shot or don't come back to work right but it wasn't it was about the money and and exactly and in this case we have to say thank god it was about the money or they'd all be taking the shot getting the job oh, yeah and and i have to believe that ultimately these big corporations that are jumping on board with this are corporations that are probably receiving some sort of financial kickback from the government for doing so. You mean and the corporations Airlines, that, are, that are enforcing the mandate uh, rules? Yeah, and Southwest Airlines was forced with the financial decision that said, you can't give us enough kickbacks to make up for the business we're about to lose. Right. And that's what the people need to do in this country. And it is spreading. American Airlines employees jumped on Amtrak, but it needs to go much further than just the transportation industry. And and the only way that happens is, you know, I got I got asked to leave a sandwich shop, a deli in Longmont because I didn't have a mask on. Now, granted, if you go sit in one of the booths you can take your mask off, okay? But because I went in there just to buy a sandwich to go, I was told to go sit in my car and they'd bring it to me. It, it, <laughs> well, and that's an example of how small business in this country is is putting the noose around their own necks. That's right. That's right. Because you, you, you jump on board with these things, and you're just you're fueling the machine, and your and small business is even bigger of an impact directly on the people than large business is. Right. Mainly because there's ten thousand shops in the city of Denver, and only three Amazon hubs. You know, so so when you think about it, when to go after small business is the way to get directly to the people. All right, folks. We're going to take a little break here. And uh, you know what? We're going to come back with the last segment. And uh, uh, i got to tell you, Pac, you're doing such a great job. We're just going to let you take it out. But I will be here with you. Uh, we'll be right back, folks. Don't go anywhere. Pac-Man and the Rev. KHNC 1360. Hi, my name is Mindy Faulkner with Harmony Senior Referrals. My number is 720-934-7740. We are a senior placement agency that helps families find the right assisted living, memory care, and independent living for their loved ones. We put together the puzzle pieces of care needs, geography, and finances to find the right fit. We do emergency placements in as little as 24 hours at no cost to you. Again, I'm Mindy Faulkner, 720-934-7740. Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. 
I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farmland, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. Tyler here at Hornback Landscaping and Junk Removal LLC. We take care of all of your landscaping needs. New landscape and hardscape install, maintenance, snow removal, fall and spring cleanup. We also do junk and trash haul away as well. We are your one-stop shop for anything outdoors. We pride ourselves in quality from start to finish. That means communication, customer service, and final product. We want you to take as much pride in your yard as we do in our work. Come check us out at hornbacklandscaping.com. You can also contact us at 970-966-5665 or at hornbacklandscaping at gmail.com. Thank you. All right, folks, we're back. Final segment on Pac-Man and the Rev. And, uh, yeah, man, man, this time goes by fast. What? Let me tell you. <laughs> yes. This time goes by fast. You know, there's so much going on that, you know, you, you couldn't do this in 24 hours, you know, 24 hours a day. But, you know, we, we started this out basically as let us, let us, the Democrats of the world, the leadership that you put in charge of everything, and not you and me, Rev, just just speaking from the Democrats' views to their constituents, but we, we are going to create crisis through, through poor legislation, through ridiculous mandates, through, through nonsensical policy, and when it becomes a problem... We're going to step up and correct this problem, and you're going to call us a hero. That's it. That's you it. You know, and you, you know, we talked about the shipping issues. Well, so Biden and them say, "Hey, look, we're doing something about it. We're talking to all the big retail chains and all the big shipping companies, all the retail chains that own their own fleet of trucks, and we're going to get them to operate 24/7 until this backlog is taken care of." They created this backlog. Right. And now. And then we have Saki coming out uh, on press conference trying to convince the people that they can pass a $3.5 trillion spending bill that will cost the American people nothing. Right, right. Can well, we, we are already paying for it. We're paying for it in inflated prices across every industry of this nation. Horrible. And... And and we're paying for it because we're being blackmailed by port authorities on the East Coast and the West Coast that will not unload ships to trucks. It's not a truck issue, folks. It's a greed issue. It's all yeah, about and, the and it money. Never, it never was. It never was a staffing issue because the people who worked the dockyards and the people who drove trucks for America, they were not the people who chose during the pandemic 
to walk out on their jobs and sit at home and collect unemployment checks. Right. These were people who put their who strapped their boots on and went to work every day and continued from day one to day two or till the end day. And then this mandate comes out and you're not going to convince me or anybody else with a iota of common sense that they didn't know exactly who they were targeting when they decided to make this mandate and that was the people who were willing to cross the lines and keep this country functional. Yeah, and and the uh you know, I if you're a longshoreman, let's let's be honest here, yeah, unemployment paid a lot, but those people were never at risk of losing their job. And uh never ever <clears throat> is an unemployment check going to replace a longshoreman's paycheck. That just isn't going to happen. So they well, even if you even if you could replace it dollar for dollar to the longshoremen themselves, the impact that that has on the economy in general is devastating. Right. Yeah, and, and because somebody has to pay for that. I mean, and it doesn't matter if that person paying for that is quote unquote government provisions because as you said earlier the government doesn't make money the government is not a money making organization all they are is a redistribution they are in the business of redistribution and that's it they take your money and my money folks and uh, you know what we're wrapping it down we got about 30 seconds packed what do you got left you want to tell us anything for next week or you want to close it out um, well, you know, we are, you know, we, we, the small people of this country are the one, are the targets. There you go. Don't buy, and don't buy into the, we're after the rich, because the rich people aren't who they would You can buy concerned. gold just about anywhere in the world, from all kinds of different dealers. So why do you use the Patriot Trading Group? 20 years of service, just like that. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, just like that. Lowest prices. Just like that. No solicitation. Just like that. Buying or selling? Just like that. For all your gold and silver needs, call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592. Just like that. Hello, friends. This is Bradley Dean, show host for the Sons of Liberty. If you're serious in bringing today's injustices to resolve, understanding, of course, that justice guards our liberties, There's only two places in which to bring you, the Bible and the U.S. Constitution. Join me on KHNC 1360 AM every weekday at 8 p.m., Saturdays at 5 to 7 p.m., and Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, 